Welcome to the best things in life podcast with Kevin Hamoki. And uh, welcome back to another episode of the Best Things in Life podcast with me, your host, Kevin Amoki. This is my podcast. Uh, if this is your first time checking out the podcast, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, don't forget to do all that social media goodness. Like, comment, subscribe, you know, or wait till the end and see if I deserve it. You know, But if this is also your first time, uh, the way this podcast works is that I determine what the best is in any given subject. Today, I am going to be talking about the best summer Olympian. Uh, currently, it is it is uh, August of the year 2021, and uh, in Tokyo, the Olympics are going on. Uh, I personally have not seen a single event. I've seen highlights, because that's about as far as I'll go to watch the Olympics. But, you know, the Olympics, the fact that they, they're going on, I don't know, man. I don't know. There's a lot of there's always a lot of stories coming out of the Olympics um, and all that stuff. But other than that, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. Uh, today is uh, August 5th, uh, and uh, it is also my 33rd year of life, also known uh, as a birthday. You know, so, uh, yeah, I'm doing a, I'm doing a podcast on my birthday and uh, HB to HB to anybody else. It's, it, yeah. HBD to anybody else if you're celebrating a birthday in August. To my fellow Leos. I know uh, Kate Beckinsale is a Leo. I've recently watched a movie and she's super hot. Nothing related to what I'm talking to about today, but just wanted to get that out there. Let the world know in case, in case you're sleeping on her or with her. Anyways, um, yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, I'm going to be uh, talking about the Olympics today. And other than that, I hope uh, everything else in the world is going fine and dandy, whether you're vax, not vax. I don't really want to talk about that COVID stuff. I know it's getting tiresome. I'm having a pretty good summer so far. You know, it's going by way too fast. You know, in fact, I almost don't want to, even though I'm 33 today, I don't want to acknowledge it because those these last two years have been like, or year and six, whatever it is, but these last two years have been kind of a write-off, honestly. COVID and all this bullshit stole two years of my life, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It is. It's also twenty twenty one. I mean, theoretically, and let me know if this works. But if if I can identify as a twenty five, can I identify as a if, if if girls and guys can identify as opposite genders and all that, and if we can change our names, change our biology, because and then also I know in science, there's these things like, you know, what's your genetic age? Like, listen, there's a very big difference between. Um, let's see, like people who are the same age. They're well, I mean, just in general. I mean, look at look at how people used to look like a, a 50 year old in the 70s 
versus a 50 year old now like the rock i think he's 50 but anyways there's a difference in genetic age right or whatever so what i'm saying is and i just want to know if this is allowed if i can personally identify as a 25 year old i'd like to go back to 25 i don't want to be nothing under 18 that that, that'd be too fucking weird because then you know whatever but but 25 seems to be a reasonable age where you know i could still i could still be taken seriously well serious enough or whatever right but 25 25 is like a you know my first time around 25 was a little rough wasn't 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 the best you know but uh yeah i'd like to i'd like to have a second go so yeah i'm rever- you know or at the very least let can we all just fucking agree because because covid took two years of our life that we just go back to two years can we just say it's 2019 you know, say it's 2019 and let's all be two years younger, right? Unless you've aged terribly during this thing. I personally, I've, I don't think I've aged, you know, I, uh, went, went to the gym today, back in the gym. Maybe I'm slowing it down. I don't know. I also have, I think, I think I have those genes where I'm not, I don't really see myself aging as an old, uh, What's that shit called? Uh, like, I don't think I'm going to be dry skinned. You know, I, I I regularly drink a lot of water. You know, I do use moisturizer from time to time. And I, uh, I mean, other than my arms, I, I, I don't spend too much. Like, I'm a night guy. I'm a night owl. So I don't really spend too much time in the sun. So I don't really see myself really uh, pruning up as a lot of old people do. You know, if I do, let me know if I have if I ever. Well, I mean, I don't know if you go back. This pod's now like a year. If, if if you think I've aged in a year, I don't think so, though. And here's the thing: I don't know uh, the weight thing too. If I if I end up losing, I think if you lose weight, you look younger, maybe. But anyways, that's 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 how it's going. Um, but other than that, the Olympics, the Olympics. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm uh I'm Canadian. Uh. The Summer Olympic, like I know we have athletes, and this is nothing to listen. This is, that's your dream, follow it. But as a Canadian, I've never really been that much interested in the Summer Olympics. We do okay, we're pretty good at track and a couple of other stuff. But I, you know, as a Canadian, we our people or my country at at the very least, um, they do well in. Uh, they do well in cold sports. I'm like I liked watching Olympic hockey, um, uh, speed skating. I enjoyed watching that. Bobsled ever since the movie Cool Runnings, you know. Uh, but in terms of Summer Olympics, the events that I personally like, I like the weightlifting, the Olympic weightlifting. Um, speaking about Olympic weightlifting, uh, I I know this might be a might be a overbeaten. Um, an overbeaten topic, but as you probably know or don't know, there there was a lot of controversy because uh, one of the Olympic lifters, I think her name was Laurel Hubbard. There was there's this Olympic lifter who used to be a man and competed as an Olympic lifter, then recently did the transgender swap. Now listen, I, whatever she actually, I don't know the details. If there's a snip snip or no snip snip. 
or uh, you know the, the the drugs involved, but she she went over to the women's side, right, and she competed, and I think recently she came in sixth. You know, now I I don't know. Here's the thing, because she was she was pulling numbers, right? She was pulling some mad numbers a while, a while back. But now all of a sudden, she came in sixth. And I smell, I, I don't know, that, that, that's a little surprising to me. I, I, I can understand that when you go under these estrogens or whatever, the signs of it, you, sh- you, know, you do get weaker and all that stuff. Supposedly, again, I, I'm not a scientist or even a fucking anything to do with sports. Um, but I just found it a little, a little, little conspiracy that uh, she was doing so well. And then all of a sudden, I think she finished sixth after all this attention. I'm just wondering if she threw it just to be like, maybe, you know, sometimes when you throw, you throw a, a match just to throw people off the scent, be like, oh, oh, I guess, I guess he's, she's not that like, great. And then later on, you're going to go come and kick ass. So I don't know. But yeah, other than that, um, it's a we- this 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 particular Olympics is just fucking weird because it's so there's so many external factors that are listen I've always believed that sp- things should be things this is going to be very weird I've always believed that things should be things and what do I mean by that I mean that you know if I'm watching sports it should be about sports you know, it shouldn't be about the politics going in the, around the world. It shouldn't be about the the messages and all that stuff. It shouldn't be about uh, gender politics and and all that stuff. It and, and more than sports, but other things. I mean, you know, when I watch a movie, I don't need to have a political or social message behind it. I want to just be entertained, right? You know, I feel right now there's a lot of like these movies that have like a hidden agenda, you know, to like, hey, they're, you know, like it's not just a simple, there's no more simple movies anymore where it's like, you know, the, I mean, simple movies like a man goes and kills a hundred people with a machine gun, Rambo, or, you know, a spaceship battle in space. Like there's, there's now these little hidden themes of like, I don't know, maybe women empowerment or like, LGBTQT politics or actual politics, like, you know, right wing, left wing. I feel like they try to pepper these little side things into general stories where, whereas before it just used to be just a thing, you know, like Mad Max, man, like it's Mad Max. It's just him driving around. I don't need to know about like, uh, I mean, Mad Max. I'm not saying that movie is an example of one, but I'm just saying that we're getting into this weird space where like everything is now blended into some message rather than it just being it. Like, I just want to eat a fucking chocolate. I just want to eat a fucking uh, steak and not have it be like this. Like, you know, you got vegans going. It's, it's, it's like this weird thing where you just can't be it, you know? Uh, other than that, I do my pod oh, just for, for, for anybody watching. I do my podcasts uh, from parking lots. Today, I'm currently in a go station parking lot. Uh, it's a train station. And uh, I tried to pick the far end of the lot. So far, so good. But there's always there always tends to be at least one weirdo 
that drives and decides to park right beside me. Maybe it's because of the car I'm driving. It's an 09 Mustang. Or maybe, maybe it's just weird. I don't know. There is no security. But anyways, so if you see anybody come up where I have to like fucking dodge or duck or dive or pull out, uh, I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you guys know why. That's the reason why. But other than that, yeah, I mean, and that's another thing too. With, um, people are so fucking judgment. Like, what do you call the uh, recently? And uh, again, back to the Olympics. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. Uh, Simone Biles, she's a gymnast. You know, pretty pretty good. I think she's already got four or five something like that. She's 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 already a she is already considered a world champion and an an Olympic winner. I believe she won last year. I'm not too sure, but she's new. She's a kid. But anyways, all of a sudden, I think. Uh, uh, she ended up basically foregoing, or she basically didn't want to compete in a certain event, right? And she 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 uh, accredited that to uh, mental, like she wasn't she was physically ready, but she wasn't mentally ready. Now, I, again, I'm not, I'm no sports person. I'm no I do I look like I compete in anything? Nope, but. I believe that at the end of the day, you need to have the both components. You need to be both there physically and mentally. Now, that being said, there is a difference, you know, as expected to be a champion. There is an expectation, um, especially from from athletes of the old and, and, and all that stuff where, no, you know, you know, you had to be physically ready. You had to be mentally ready no matter what, you know, example, Michael Jordan back in the 90s playing a championship game with the flu scoring 50 points like or 40 points i forget what it was but you know and and then nowadays you have like athletes that are, that are like i don't want to use the word a little soft but they're they're now they're now how do i put this they're they're, they're a little bit more hesitant they're a little bit more there's a little bit more I don't like to use the word soft, but they're a little bit more aware of their overall health and well-being as before it used to be. They would put the sport over there. Now, the thing is that, yeah, you get you get tougher, long distance champions like that. Right. Whereas now we tend to see more people that are in the game longer. Right. People have longer careers, but also getting accolades. So I don't know. It's a very it's a very strange time for sports and for uh for for just overall thing like obviously taking care of your mental and physical health is top key for for any athlete right but when uh when 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 your health is uh or when your mental health is not there um it has to be it has to be uh, contended with right i don't know what i'm saying i i I just think i think when it comes to 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 the athletes of of yesterday and the athletes of today the athletes of today are taking care of themselves better. They are having longer careers and they are able to squeeze out a few more championships or be- win a little bit longer. Whereas, whereas champions of the past used to fucking just give it all on the fucking line, squeeze it out. But then in the end, you know, who knows? Right. I mean, look at Muhammad Ali at the end of the end of his, you know, he, he, you know, he was, he was roughed up. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ex players in in various sports who got roughed up coming out of uh coming out of their sport right whereas now hopefully maybe the thing is that these guys can compete longer and then also come out of the game better or good you know so 
I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a new world. It's a new age. It's a new generation. You know, I'm, 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 I've always believed that I'm a blend of the two worlds. I've always, I've always honored the past, but embraced the future. And, uh, I think, I think more people need to be like that. You need to, you need to see the good and the bad in both sides. Take what you want, leave what you can. And, uh, do 10 Hail Marys. I don't, I don't fucking know. I, I Listen, if you came to this podcast for a message, for an upbeat message, I got none. I'm just a guy doing his podcast on his birthday in a Mustang in a random parking lot. Like, you know, I, I just wanted to talk about the Olympics because they are, they, they, they are a topic that's uh, a lot of people are. Well, that's the thing. The people, the people that I know, I posted like a poll on fucking uh, Instagram, like, if people actually watch it, nobody's really watching it. Right. I think, I think because right now with the world being preoccupied with, you know, COVID and all this other bullshit, sports are kind of like, you know, whatever, unless it's a sport that you like. Right. But it's good. I think, I think we need to get back to a place after this COVID bullshit. Look, the most, the most boring shit really truly is, is, is politics and, fucking health stuff it's it, 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 sh- it should not be your here's the thing at the end of the day politics should not particularly bother your fucking everyday life uh health concerns of the world you know shouldn't concern look we know now this covid shit whether it comes and goes whatever it is it is lethal blah 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 we 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 now know that you can survive in it you choose how to do it whether it's vaxxed and uh and masked and whatever, or unmasked or whatever, you you do you, man. You do you. That that that's that, that's how I see it. Do you do you and do the things that you like? You know, today I'm going to be doing all the things I like because it's my birthday. Go to the gym, do a podcast, maybe shoot a gun, eat some wings, uh, ride my motorcycle for a bit, maybe jerk off, maybe watch a movie. I'm going to do whatever I want. You know, and I think everybody should be able to live their life that way. You know, so yeah, get out there and 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 fuck everything that's going on in the world, right? And just just do you, man. In the in the famous words of Nikkei, just just do it. You know. So, anyways, that's uh, that that's my state of mental well being, and state of the world, and my uh, message to uh, to the to the righteous and the free. I don't know why I'm sounding like that, but no, I'm, listen, man, if you've, if you made it this far into the pod, if you made it this far in life and this is where you're at, congratulations, you're doing, you're doing pretty well. You're doing, there's people that are not here anymore. Okay. There's people that are not here anymore and you are so fucking enjoy it. You know, people come and go, but my soldiers stay eternal. Okay. Tupac. I don't know why I'm quoting cool, cool Tupac, but I'm quoting cool Tupac now. So, anyways, um, yeah. So, when it, let's 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 talk about like, let's stick to topics, man. I, that's my thing, man. I'm I'm going fucking. I just worked out, took a bunch of pre workouts, so my mind is a little fucking buzzed and energized, you know. But let's let's go into um into these Olympians, right? You know, the way the way the way I'm going to be going about it is that. I'm going to try and pick Olympians um, based on... Okay, so 
when it comes to what makes the best Olympian, right? Obviously, the most easiest indicator of an Olympian is going to be. Hold on, I got a guy coming on a bike towards me. He's just gonna. Yeah, just just fucking ride in his bike. Um, no. Uh, so what, what I'm saying is, when it comes to an Olympian, gold medals, medals are are clearly the, the lead indicator of of what makes them great. There, that's the the good thing about sports, uh, rather than other things, is that there are clear winners and losers. Nothing wrong with being a loser. I'm just saying that when you want to know what the just like this podcast, if you want to know what the best is. You have to pick clear indicators. It's like, for instance, what's the best thing that can go that far? Well, whatever gets there first, right? That, that's a clear indicator, right? So medals are obviously going to be a clear indicator of who the best is when it comes to to to, to an Olympian. Um, also, I think longevity of of the athlete, right? We all know about one hit wonders, right? There's there's a, there's a history of one hit wonders, people that were able to do it once but never were able to duplicate it. I believe when it comes to being a champion, when it comes to being a winner, being able to duplicate it is a next key because a lot of people, if you're, if you're a one hit wonder and not that there's anything wrong with one hit wonders, either in entertainment arts or, or whatever, a lot of people will, will cast doubt because one hit wonders will always be people that be like, Oh, well they were never able to do it again. Right. Maybe they got, and this is the word that a lot of people like to use. They got lucky, right? And that's the thing with the Olympics in particular, because it's every four years. Because it's every four years, uh, you you tend to find that it's harder to be as as uh, consistent. You know, think about it. Every four years, you you're, 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 most most Olympians maybe get two or three, right? So. Three, three appearances, right? So three shots at the game, you know. But yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think, I think, at the end of the day, the longevity of a, of an athlete is something to consider. Um, you know, we 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 don't want no one hit wonders here, you know, unless unless they've done something notable, right? So then that brings to my next my next. Um, factor i call it the x factor right is that you know if, if a person even if they show up only once or whatever or, or they they you know you know whatever whatever they perform whatever feat they perform if they create such an impact that it echoes through eternity or it echoes throughout throughout the history sometimes you have to put that into effect effect right like if somebody does something where it is remembered for life, right? Or, or or something that can never be duplicated. Like, oh, maybe this guy uh lost his fucking arm but was able to be a champion dart thrower. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, but it um again, no one ever is gonna be able to really duplicate it. Unless you chop off your arm, in which case you're a weirdo. But what I'm saying is that, like, there's usually an X factor of like something special about that athlete, either in his in their uh, era or or in general that they were able to kind of like, you know, there's there's a certain je ne sais quoi, I don't know what, 
there's a certain X factor that athletes have, celebrities have, where it's like they may not be the most talented, they may not be the most winningest, they you know they may not have the longest careers, but they shine bright like a fucking shooting star, you know, and 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 there's 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 an X factor about this. So whether through something they've done, whether it's records they've broke that they've set, they may have not won, but maybe they broke a record, right? That's never been beaten, right? So that's uh that is something to to also consider. So anyways, with all that being said, uh, I'm gonna be going through about I'm gonna be going through ten of the best of the best Olympians. Uh, I'm gonna be picking out uh, the the ten that I believe. Ha- since the history and again i don't know too much again this is not a this is not an olympics history podcast you know i know i know it has ties to ancient greece and then in the, in the early 1800s or whatever it started to pick up and then every four years and then on the opposite there's winter olympics blah 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 but uh yeah i think i think when it comes to uh the olympians these guys are the ones that kind of made their mark on the the games right and now at the same time it's also again they're they're, they're these athletes are in, in in a variety of disciplines there's obviously some that you know you can't get as many medals but the other ones you can but anyways long story short is that i believe these guys represented their country the best they 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 represented the sport best and uh they're just the best of the best okay so anyways let's let's start digging into uh the best summer Olympian, you know, and I got somebody. Uh, I guess people are just walking. Hold on, just uh, just people always walking around my car and a train passing by. Okay, so, anyways, let's dig into the first summer Olympian. Uh, the first summer Olympian I'm going to talk about is a man by the name of Ray Erie. It's E W R Y Ray Ari Ray Erie Every Ray Every Ray Every I don't know Ray Erie. I'm going to call him that. He's a uh, from the United States, a long jumper. Uh. He basically appeared in the uh, 1900, 1904, and then 1908 Olympics. Uh, he ended up winning eight golds and only eight golds. Um, basically, Ray was uh, was was the champion of the standing long jump. So, for those that don't know, the standing long jump, it's I think it's discontinued now because now people actually have a running head start to jump. But before it used to be you stood beside. Uh, uh, I guess this is the pole that you got to jump over. And then you would basically hop from that pole over and land on a kind of like a mattress thingy. Again, I'm not Olympic Olympian or sports, uh, uh, Olympic sports uh, genius. So if I fucking butcher some of these sports is um, good for me anyways. So he, he, he was basically, especially in the early 1900s, you know, this is one of the early sports. They ended up discontinuing it later on, but uh, he ended up, uh, yeah, getting eight golds out of it. Now, the cool thing about this guy, and this is the reason why, why why he's an interesting story, is that as a kid, he was diagnosed with polio, which a lot of people had because they didn't get vaccinated until later on. <laughs> Just uh, throwing that out there. 
But yeah, he had he 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 had polio as a kid. A lot of people thought that he was never able gonna be he was never gonna be able to walk, is that he was gonna be wheelchair bound. Well, guess fuck what? He um he basically became one of the greatest long jumpers to have ever lived. And until Michael Phelps, he had the most wins in uh in in a single Olympics uh with eight golds, you know. And uh, he also set a record for the standing long jump that was never broken because, again, they didn't continue it. Maybe somebody today would. Is that He set a record, uh, I think, 3.47 meters or 11.4 feet standing. Uh, that's actually pretty fucking high. To just stand. Like, I can maybe get two feet. I can probably jump over two feet. No, no, no. Hold on. If I'm, if I'm th- six and three, I can do three feet. I can jump over a three-foot fence from standing. Maybe. I'd probably hurt my back and die. But, yeah, Ray Erie, one of the early ones. So just, you know, I'm going to be going in chronological order of appearance. What you will notice, and this is, this is a very strange fact, is that as the years go by, athletes develop way more longevity. They're able to to, to, to get into more longer uh, they have more longer careers. They get faster. They get bigger. They get stronger. Just through simple uh, genetics and science, we are getting faster, stronger, right? So records that were broken before down the line will eventually get broken. It's, you know, but sometimes they're able to set them and they're not broken for many years, right? So, but still, at the end of the day, being a, a, all of these people basically have set the bar and it took a long time for somebody else to break it, right? You know, it doesn't mean that the, the person of the old is in let It's just meaning that of their time, they were the greatest, right? It, it It's very unfair to compare somebody born in 1900 and somebody born in 2020. And then, you know, fast forward to their, their physical peak, you know, a person from the 1920s versus 2020. They're, they're just physically different through nutrition, through science. Through sports science, through through knowledge, we are able to push ourselves better, faster, stronger, right? But that being said, you gotta you gotta honor the past and for what they did. They set the bar so that we could break it. That is that's that's what I believe the whole point of the the Olympics is to set bars and see where the next generation can take it. To see that our gen the, the Olympics are a great evidence to show that we are getting better as a species. Um, physically and mentally and everything, you know, where we are getting better, right? And some things maybe not so much, but at least as a, as a species, we are getting better, right? So, anyways, uh, the next the next Olympian I want to talk about, also known as the Flying Fin, I'm talking about Pavo Numeri, um, Nurmi. Uh, he's a he's he's Finnish. He's from Finland, and he was a cross country legend. Um, he appeared in the 1920 Olympics, 1924 and 1928 Olympics. Uh, he ended up having nine golds, nine gold, three silvers, and a total of 12, you know, uh, Olympic medals. Uh, again, known as the flying Finn because he's, uh, he's, he's, he's Finnish. He was also the first to hold multiple records. You know, he was the first, well, especially early on. He was the first one to basically break a whole bunch 
of cross country records. I think he did 200 meters, thousand meters, whatever of all the, of all the ones that they were competing back then, he set the bar so fucking high um, and ended up having 22 world records at the time. Right. Obviously through times they eventually get broken, but at that time he was the fucking uh, the, the shit. Right. You know, and especially in cross country, you know, but yeah, Pavo Numeri, uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, I mean, listen, to to have twenty two world records, to be number one for for a long time, uh, is something to uh, definitely consider when deciding who the best is. Uh, the next one, what he lacks in in m- multiple attempts or or multiple appearances. He basically sets, in terms of probably the most influential in, in all of sports, I would say all of sports, the reason why, and we'll get to this later. In terms of the most influential and the most impactful athlete from the Olympics, I would probably say Jesse Owens. For those that don't know, Jesse Owens was a, an American uh, sprint and long jump champion. And his key highlight was that he fe- he appeared in the 1936 Berlin Olympics uh, just before World War II. And this is going to be important. Uh, he ended up coming away with four golds. What else? I think he came up with more. But I think he had four golds. You know, I'll get more and more data later. But yeah, he had four golds. And uh, he ended up having multiple records, you know. Um, and look, at that time, uh, in Berlin, in so okay to make to, to to the reason why Jesse is even you know he was he was a champion he won a lot of records he was the fastest man of his time the you know the a great athlete of his time records were eventually broken but the reason why he stands out in history is because in that time during the Berlin Olympics Hitler was basically using this to be like listen uh, the Aryan race my race. Uh, my soldiers, my country, whatever, we're the best. And all of you are just fucking nobodies and losers and, and all that stuff. And this this black man from America, who in his own country had a rough time, because listen, black people have had it rough for, for a long while. Still do to this day, right? But especially back then when, you know, the Aryan Brotherhood was around. But anyways, he basically stood up Went up, went against basically Hitler, won those four golds, and basically spat on the idea that race and 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 certain genetics are are uh, are 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 the are the reason for a person to be better. At the end of the day, it comes down to the person's will, drive, and all that stuff, right? And not only that, but Jesse Owens kind of put um, you know, put put that idea that wait a minute, you know what? At the end of the day. T- it shouldn't be about only, you know, white men competing. Anybody that has the driving spirit, right? And I believe that that sparked, you know, the future of, of, of sports because how many black athletes starting from then eventually saw, you know, hey, wait, it's possible for us to do this. It's possible for us to actually win. You know, it's possible for us to be Olympic champions, right? You know, I mean, Jackie Robinson and then eventually, you know, it goes on Muhammad Ali. Like there's 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 a there's a there's a progression. Right. And then, I mean, if you look at today, nowadays, most of the the, the best athletes, again, varying in sports. Right. 
but how many how many black athletes are are there in 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 uh professional sports a big number a huge number right so i would like like i would i would say that jesse owens uh, he, he isn't the first, and I'll talk about who the first is, but he, he he isn't the first, but he definitely made the biggest impact of like, you know, competing, creating a legacy and, uh, you know, defying the odds, right? You know, so that's why I think Jesse Owens definitely belongs in the list, not necessarily for the numbers and the stats, but for the impact he's had on sports in general, you know? Um, yeah, the next person is i would say possibly the best female olympian of all time just gonna put that out there i'm talking about larissa latanina from the ussr back when it was just the communist ussr she was a gymnast uh she appeared in the 1956 1960 and 1964 olympics she ended up winning nine gold five silver four bronze total of 18 the law, the most medals won by an Olympian until Michael Phelps appeared, which we'll talk about him later. If, if you guys know Michael Phelps is on the list, big surprise. But anyways, um, Larissa Latian, Latanina, uh, she basically had the currently to this day still holds the record for the most medals by a female and by a gymnast, you know, in, in, in that particular sport. And. I believe before her, but oh, she really kickstarted the whole gymnast program in Russia. And Russia has always been a powerhouse in that sport. But she definitely laid uh, laid the brickwork for that. And not only that, but laid the brickwork for a lot of women uh, to compete in sports, right? I mean, up until that point, women in sports were probably not really, you know, I mean, especially I think maybe in the 40s, you, you, you had women start to compete. But to compete at a level where they're now just getting more medals than the men, you know, and obviously look, I know there's always going to be a gender difference. And this is where, this is where it gets tough because uh, now with everything kind of like, you know, changing and all that stuff, you know, like if a guy goes into a female sport now and ends up breaking records of old females, it's, it's very hard. It's very hard to be like, well, you know, like, 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 what are we talking about here? Right? Like, was that a man that broke the record, even though she's a female, but she was a Anyways, it gets very it gets very hard, but she, you know she was basically the greatest female athlete in the Olympics, right? Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, you know, up until Michael Phelps, she was the greatest Olympian, right? Just straightforward, and she held that for for the longest time. I mean, nineteen sixty four being her last appearance until what oh four with with Phelps, so. She definitely, she definitely was the top of her game, right? Uh, the next person, possibly, again, other than Phelps, and you'll know this, but uh, the greatest uh, swimmer to come out of America. I'm talking about Mark Spitz. That guy should have also been a porn star. But Mark Spitz, and he also had a really famous mustache too, Mark the Shark. Um, he was an American swimmer. He competed in the 1968 and the 1972 uh, Olympics. Uh, he ended up having nine gold, one silver, one bronze, a total of 11 medals. And he had the most winning, uh, uh, he was the most winning Olympian at a single Olympics in the 1972 Olympics with seven golds. 
Again, that record was eventually broken by a man named Michael Phelps. But Mark Spitz held that record for a long time, and he also ended up uh, breaking about 35 world records in his sport. You know, so Mark Spitz, big guy out of the 70s, and all that stuff, possibly the greatest swimmer, <laughs> Phelps, um, but definitely one of the one 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 of the big athletes of that. And, and I think definitely with his with his appearance in swimming, you can see the trend of America and swimming uh, become become a bigger thing, right? Because uh, he set he set the bars. Other people slowly developed, and I think America eventually picked on. Hey, listen, this is a sport that our people can excel in. And you know, without Mark Spitz, I don't know if there's a, if there's a Michael Phelps. So just putting that out there. Um, the next person is a Romanian. Uh, I am talking about Nadia Comanisi. I think I'm saying that right. Comanisi. Comanisi. C-O-M-A-N-E-C-I. Nadia Comanisi. Or Comanisi? Comanisi. I'm fucking butchering. But she's a Romanian gymnast. Uh, she appeared in the 1976 Olympics and the 1980 Olympics. She ended up having five gold, three silver, one bronze, a total of nine medals. And this is what makes her special. At 14 years old, at 14 years old, she was the first Olympian to be to be given a perfect 10 in gymnastics. And she ended up doing that about six times, I believe, throughout the Olympic career. And she's also the youngest Olympic winner. I mean, at 14, you know, at 14 in terms of physicality, uh, you know, you're not fully developed, but I guess, you know, with the bendy body like that, especially at that age. So she definitely set like a record of like just the youthfulness, right? You know, and I, again, I don't know the history of, because I think in 1980, she ended up coming back and then she got, again, she was able to get perfect tens and then a bronze. I don't know why she continued. I don't know the story. Again, it's a different time. I believe that if she was a girl put in today's world with today's technology and, and sports science and, and, and all that stuff, she could have competed well past her her prime or whatever. But, yeah, she, she made a very big impact. And listen, at that age, you know, very, very influential. How many young girls at like 13, 14 were like, oh, my God, she want to fuck. She's an Olympian and she's only 14. She's the same as me. How many people got into the sport because of her, right? So, Nadia Comaneci, 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 fuck my fucking accent. But anyways, yeah, she's uh, definitely considered one of the best of all time. So, something to consider. Uh, the next one is possibly the... She, she She's just... Ba look, in the terms of canoeing, which I don't know how many of you guys are into, but in terms of the canoeing, she's the, the queen of it. She's the best. If I was going to do the best canoeer, this is automatically the best, right? You know, uh, I'm talking about Bridget Fischer, a German. All She also competed when it was also known as East Germany, but she was a German uh, canoeing champion. She appeared in. Now, here's the thing. Here's what, 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 what makes her special. Her longevity. She competed in the 1980. 1988, 1992, 1996, 2000, and 2004. That's right. She appeared in six, the most uh, an Olympian has appeared to date, I believe. Yeah, she has the most appearances of an Olympian to date 
and she ended up having eight gold, four, four silver, a total of 12 Olympic medals, multiple num- num- numerous records broken by her. She ended up missing the boycott of 1984, I guess, because, you know, the Berlin Wall coming down, blah, 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 blah. But uh, she she didn't compete during then, which would have, dude, she, she would have been a seven-time, uh, definitely would have been a seven-time. That was like your peak prime. But she also has the, the stats of being the youngest uh, and the oldest canoeing champion um, ever. Uh, her last Olympics, she was 42. She competed well into her 40s. Now, I know canoeing has always been one of those sports where, you know, they, they can, they have a bit of a longer like longevity than some of the, like, say, the, the fast twitch explosive muscle sports. But yeah, dude, she, she's definitely uh, inspirational in terms of longevity, right? How many, and especially before, again, before, this is, this is when you start noticing the trend of like people being able to have longer careers, right? With the health and health advancements and tech advancements. Right. So I think, yeah, Bridget Fisher is definitely somebody that uh, set the bar of not only competing at the highest level, but maintaining it the longest, being able to do it longer than anybody. Right. So that's something to uh, that is something to consider. Uh, The next person is at one point one of the fastest men alive until the next fastest man alive took place. Uh, But I'm talking about. He dominated the 80s and 90s. I'm talking about Carl Lewis, uh, an American track and field uh, athlete. I I believe they just call it athletics now. I don't know what it is, but yeah, track and field. He appeared in the 1984, 1988, 1992, and 1996 Olympics. He ended up having nine golds, one silver, a total of 10 medals. He broke many long jump uh, records, many 100-meter, 200-meter races as well. And he was also named the Olympic Olympian of the century by Sports Illustrated. Big, big honor, right? Big freaking honor. So Carl Lewis, um, listen, at, 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 he, he set the bar uh, in, term, in, terms of, in terms of his sport, also had decent amount of appearances, um, and also just known as, one, as, as a very athletic, well, one, of the, one of the most athletic people to come out of America. You know, and so Carlos is definitely a name, especially in track and field. Don't forget it. You know, the next two guys are going to be guys you probably know. They 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 are currently the the the, the best of the best. Uh, they're the ones that have set the the, the standard. Anyway, so let's dig into the one that you probably know the most. I am talking about Michael Phelps. Uh, an American swimmer, more than that, but an American swimmer. He appeared in the 20, 2004, uh, 2008, 2012, and 2016 Olympics. Oh, uh, by the way, when I think it comes to appearances, I think I only put down uh, like when they when they won shit. I didn't like they. I, I believe like um, they might have. Some of these athletes may have appeared maybe a year or two before. Or whatever, but didn't didn't really qualify. Didn't get their numbers. They didn't mature. But anyways, long story short is, yeah, he appeared in the two thousand four, two thousand eight, two thousand twelve, two thousand sixteen Olympics. Um, he is the most decorated Olympian of all time. He has a total of twenty three gold, three silver, two bronze, a total of twenty eight Olympic medals. 
Uh, he has the most gold at a single Olympic with eight wins. Before that, it was Mark Spitz. He has a four world record in the 400 medley, which is a swimming thing, which I'm not too sure of. He's He is, without a, without a doubt, I mean, if you just look at him physically, but without a doubt, he is the greatest swimmer of all time, as it stands, until somebody breaks that record, which could be maybe 10, 20 years from now. But Michael Phelps is the best swimmer of all time. And with the, if we're going with just numbers, he's, he's also the best there, right? You know, um, yeah, I, I, I remember that's the thing with the Olympics is that usually the sport it's unless somebody's making a lot of buzz, a lot of people don't really tune into it that much unless you're a diehard Olympics fan or a diehard fan of that particular sport. But I remember when when Michael Phelps was going for like his eight, there was so much buzz around him, you know, going for his eighth and setting a record as it is one of the most winningest. Uh, Olympian of all time, and there were photo ops and and, and a lot of stuff, and he ended up in land controversy too because he smoked weed, big whoop, you know. But Michael Phelps definitely, uh, in terms of just if we if we were just gonna go with just numbers, definitely, definitely the best there is, you know. Uh, the next one is, and I just found out I thought he was gonna continue in, in this one, but he is the fastest man alive. And the perfect fucking name to be a runner. I'm talking about Usain or Usain Bolt from Jamaica. He is a sprinter. Uh, he has appeared in the 2008, 2012, and 2016 uh, Olympics. A total of eight gold uh, so far. Or yeah, total of eight gold. He's just he's just he's just a gold man. He doesn't he doesn't mess with that silver or bronze bullshit. He's just about the gold. And he uh, basically has 9.58 second in the 100 meter, which basically is the current record uh, for, for the fastest 100 meter dash. He is the fastest man alive. Multiple Guinness World Book records. The most successful male athlete in the world champions. So not the Olympics, but because, uh, you know, there are world championships uh, held out, held every year. And he has always won. Basically, he's a man that has never failed at his sport. He has proved consistency, and I think recently he retired. I think in 2017 or 2018, he retired. Um, look, look. at the end of the day, every athlete has their peak, right? Sometimes they can squeeze out a little bit more, but you never want to see an athlete kind of burn out, right? I, you know, I know there's a lot of athletes like that, that, that are able to like, I mean, look at guys like LeBron, Brady, and all that stuff who are able to, 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 to to continue a career, right? But there's sometimes where it's like, I'd rather have an athlete produce their best. And the moment they feel they can't produce their best bow out because we don't want to start seeing it would be, I, I believe it would tarnish the, the name of bolt. If all of a sudden he was just getting third places or, or worse, if he was just qualifying and just getting, you know, in all this, because at the end of the day, we we know it wouldn't. It's not because of his skill or talent. It comes down to age. Age is one of the greatest uh, uh, factors when it comes to an Olympian, you know. So, anyways, uh, before we go into that, we got a whole bunch of kids biking. Uh, I want to do a couple of honorable mentions, guys. That I was thinking about it, uh, but just not all the way there. Uh, honorable mention number one: John Baxter Taylor. Who was um where, 
bunch of just a bunch of like they're like what do you call kids on backpacks the goonies basically um looks like they're gonna start some shit john baxter taylor from america uh he was the first black guy to ever win gold natalie coughlin first female to ever win six medals jim thorpe um fair first native american to win gold native american yep uh aldar grevich uh he was basically hungarian basically the best fencer there ever was seven-time gold winner uh gert Fredriksson, the best swede canoeer you know so there's just a couple of guys that i was like eh, maybe, maybe they should be on this maybe they're not you know so anyways uh yeah of all those people again factors of like stats and then obviously factors of impact they had on their particular sport you know i mean if, if i had to if i had to draw up a, a top three i would put I would put Larissa Latina, the USSR woman. What's her name? Larissa Latina, uh, because again, the most winningest female. So you got the stats over there. She dominated the sport. She 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 created a legacy with that sport, you know. And then I would say, even though he only appeared in one one major Olympics, but he set a big. He echoed. His 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 thing echoed through the ages. I would say Jesse Owens, because you know without him, maybe somebody else would have come along. But he basically started the fire uh, to the modern sport athletes that we have today. You know, especially especially in the black community of, of of people like that. And then lastly, Michael Phelps. I mean, you know, even though yeah, I know swimming usually gets more medals than other other uh, other uh, stuff. To have a history of being that many medals, maybe one day somebody will, but as it stands, nobody has, and maybe his records will stand for a very long time, maybe even before after, maybe after we're dead, but who knows? But as it stands, statistically speaking, the greatest uh, Olympian of all time. So with all that being said, look, uh, I, you know me, I, I, I made this podcast and uh, I always try to pick the best and, and, and I usually use clear indicators, right? Numbers, right? Maybe sometimes I try to go with the gut, but data doesn't lie, you know? So that being said, when it comes to the best Olympian, best summer Olympian, uh, I would have to say the best summer Olympian is obviously Michael Phelps it's Michael Phelps for anybody that that stuck around this long and was expecting a different answer sorry but you gotta realize that dude 20 20 28 medals and then one two three a, a decent amount of appearances you know four four Olympic appearances I think uh yeah the the, the other impressive one was Bridget Fisher with she had two more she, she had six or whatever so decent amount of appearances and then just a whole bunch of records. You know, at the end of the day, just like Ricky Bobby said, if you ain't first, you're last. And, you know, put aside politics, put aside everything. At the end of the day, as time goes by, people may forget what you did. Or, or, or you know, you know what I'm saying is people may forget what you believed, the controversies, everything else goes away, right? The only thing that stays are the facts. And right now, as it stands, he's a 28-time Olympian, right? 
so that the facts don't lie. So, anyways, that that that's how it is. Sometimes, sometimes it's just it's just the facts. You know, you gotta you gotta go with 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 with, with and even though it's the most obvious answer, sometimes you gotta work it out. Like, you know, I I know for culture impact, I was like legacy wise, I would say maybe. If I had to pick like a, a more culturally impacted athlete, I would probably go with Jesse Owens, right? Um, you know, or maybe one of one of one of the gymnast girls because, you know, women in sports and all that. But yeah, I got I got to go with just pure stats and just just with just if we're closing an eye on just the Summer Olympics, it's Michael Phelps. So, anyways, that's the best things in life podcast. This is my birthday. I'm going to go out and get some wings and have a good fucking time and live my best life. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe if you've made it this far. Maybe wish me a happy birthday or not or not because I'm cool. I'm an old man now. I don't need I don't need your your or maybe I do. I don't know. Anyways, that's the best thing in life podcast. Um, go team, go whatever team, whatever team you're about.